0: to mock us all they want to mock us, I'm telling them it's not over. So they can print all that crap all they want all over their locker room. It's not over. It'll never be over here. Say, say
1: the Yes, sir. We're going to beat their ass to recruited. We're going to beat their ass every time they see us. You understand that? Yes, sir. that. What? Fuck you.
2: We are going to get into Pac-12 football. <laughs> with, oh our, with our with a star quarterback, to yes, help us with a preview. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh,
3: excited, man.
2: We'll start out with this. <laughs> I'm ready to go.
3: Oh yeah, we got a free. What is that? A free safety?
2: Yeah, that's your free safety, All right.
3: Field corner, uh, boundary corner.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll start we'll start off with Oregon. We'll preview preview the Oregon Ducks, your arch rivals. Yes, sir. And this is the four-two-five. Yep. This is the four-two-five of his biggest rival. Now, what we talk about when we talk about football is how incestuous it is, right? So, Chance, when he plays Oregon, he's going to see about. Let me know if I'm wrong, right? All of this. Let me know if I'm wrong, Chance, because uh, Scott and I are spectators. You're, a, you're you're an active participant. You know what yeah. I You know we have these commentators that trying mm-hmm. to say stuff. You're like, come on, put that on mute. He's cluttering my yeah. mind. <laughs> actually know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. This is what yeah. I'm saying from my point of view. This is the four two five.
0: Yeah. Right?
2: Basic. This is basic stuff. This when you play Oregon, this is what you're gonna line up with. But again, all our podcasts are business meetings with a purpose and an So I use business and financial concepts. Yep. in order to make decisions, right? So it's fundamental analysis. I had a good time with Cade. Cade came up to me when you were playing in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. He's like, yeah, my <laughs> e- economics class listens to the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was yeah. like economics.
3: That's right? awesome. Yeah, yeah, it all ties together, man.
2: It all <laughs> does. It all yeah. does. So, so fundamental analysis says you study corporate governance, right? You, you know, Elon Musk is doing LSD every day. That's why he says crazy stuff. To analyze the the structure of the corporation, the people calling the shots, in order to make a decision where you're going to invest them in. Mm-hmm. The head coach of the Oregon Ducks, your main rival, is Dan Lanning. Yes, sir. Who coach for Curry Smart. Curry Smart coached for Nick Satan. And Nick Satan coached with Bill Belichick. <laughs> you don't have to be agree with all that because you might work. For one of these guys someday, you know, yeah. you might be yes, up sir. there in New England with Mr. Belichick.
3: Never know, man. i would be a shoot, be a blessing.
2: It'll be a blessing. But yes, this sir. Is defense this is the Belichick, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Dan Lanning defense, which was supposedly. I don't think so, personally. Me, the Miami defense with uh, Warren Sapp and all those guys. Uh, was the greatest defense in college football, but they're saying the Georgia defense was the greatest defense of all time. So, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Have you guys studied Oregon? I'm sure you guys have already studied Oregon. Pretty- um,
3: yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're we're gonna get right when I get back. I'm, I'm headed back. We're gonna get we're gonna go in all of our opponents in depth with our with our guys up there and QBs getting the film room. We're gonna get our you know kind of like our game plans and our stuff down with them. But uh, but yeah, I mean. They yeah, I mean they they uh they I think they they base that off of their like their abilities for the linebackers to cover a lot of ground. I think gotcha. that that's really what that that is. And and the they're uh, so You're talking
2: about your mic, right? Mm-hmm. And you got your uh your Rover, right? So this Rover guy's covering a lot of ground. Yes, for sure.
3: That'd be like yeah, that'd be like, like your
2: own blitz too. He might blitz as well.
3: Exactly like the nickel. Is that, is that considered like your nickel? What you're saying, kind of. Yeah. The the extra D B, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah he and, and and even in that defense, I mean the safety, they can do a lot of things with the, the three match and how they can carry the seams now, not just being like a regular old country three. So Cool. When you or, say country yeah. three, what do you mean? Country three is just zone, you know, you're not you don't have any any Got big players it. carrying the seams. Like now, you know, you see when they're in a two by two set, that backer, that outside backer is really carrying that seam. So we can't just throw seams on that one high safety all day, you know. Right. So it's harder to get those seam throws it against a team that can run match and have more athletic linebackers that can cover those teams and can play in coverage more. Like you'll see teams you know, that don't have that type of skill that are just, you know, they're out there running regular three week. You know, they're rolling the boundary safety down. He's playing the, you know, he's playing the flat. They're bailing the corners. It's just all zone. where you get teams that are more athletic, more faster in that interior linebacker scheme. They can really, you know, cover those routes and make it harder. So. They can disguise a lot out of that, too. You know, like you said, they can bring that nickel, roll the safety down. Now they're on a cover one. Now they're manned up. They can do a lot of different blitzes, boundary with that you know, that extra backer. So, I mean, it gives you a lot of flexibility when you got those athletes.
2: So that's why a uh, Nick save in a build build so you can like this defense because you're saying it, but the versatility, and especially mm-hmm. in the NFL, they get high cover.
3: Yes, exactly. It's very easy. Very easy to disguise it. Yes, exactly. And you can get people in the same, in the same spots different ways a lot. I mean, you can pop ends out, and you can, you know, have different ways to cover parts of the field. You know, a lot of the time they could they drop their you know, hole players out. They'll drop the linemen out to cover those holes, those quick slants, and stuff like that. And they'll still be brushing five guys, and they'll still bringing some pressure on the quarterback. So, all
2: right. So, yeah, you know, it's an interesting point you uh, you brought up because Oregon, right, is going to have better athletes than Montana State. when You guys leave Montana State. So, so your mindset—you're not taking my Montana State for granted, but your mindset's a little bit different when you play Montana State versus New Oregon, where you're saying they have the athletes to do more things than that, like four to five,
3: for sure. And yeah, and I think you know, depending on you know that coaching staff, they might be a little more comfortable running man coverage or being in man because they feel like they have better athletes to do that compared to your guys, and they feel like you know if, if they feel like they're getting pressure on you with their coverage, they they think that's a good that's a win for them. So it's basically, I think, yeah, I think it, like, yeah, teams that don't have that type of speed, like, a, you know, teams like in the FCS or, like, lower division, group five, I mean, I think you'll tend to see them shy away from making their linebackers do that because it's hard to find that kind of hybrid player that can really fit the box and cover, you know, guys in space, cover, like, fast four-two, four-three slots that, you know, the slot receivers are probably, you know, some of the quickest guys in the game, so.
2: Right, and so that leads to, because you're the expert, how because uh, guys and I will do the ACC and you're welcome to come on any of these you want.
0: Mm-hmm. but
2: you know Pac-12 is going to be your expertise we start looking at a team uh, the most experienced teams have an edge because of what, what you just said mm-hmm. how many guys are they bringing back I always look at first thing I look at is how many guys they're bringing back on the offensive line so how you want to do this uh, chance you want us to talk about Oregon State first and then go to Oregon Oh, we'll start with Oregon and then uh, finish with Oregon State.
3: I mean, you can, yeah, you can start with us. I know, man. I mean, we got a bunch of guys come back on our own line. Huh? So.
2: Yeah. All right. So, I looking at Oregon State football. Now, I cannot bet Oregon State because I'm biased towards chance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As you should, my guy. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: uh, looking at it, you guys got, 76 starts coming back on uh, the offensive line. That in my opinion, you guys were the best offensive line last year because you guys just enforced your will uh at certain times, especially on the goal line.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we look I mean at definitely had the-
3: yeah, short yardage and goal line, definitely just yeah,
2: for sure. So tell us about your offensive line, guys you got coming back.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, we got shoot, both our tackles are coming back. We got Josh Gray. I'm for sure this will be his shoot third, maybe might even be his fourth season starting, you know, because of that COVID year. So he's uh he's got a bunch of starts. Then we got Kipper, who's he'll be his last year senior coming up, started shoot four years as well, I think since he's a freshman. So um yeah, and then we got, we got uh, our starting guard who's moving to center, um, Jake Levingood, who's a stud as well. I mean, he he's a he's a beast, man. I'm expecting a big year out of him. You know, in the spring where we were able to kind of get, you know, get that connection under the center and get our exchanges right, so I really uh felt comfortable with him. And then you know we got we got two really really big guys coming up, stepping up. Uh, we got a guy named Talis Vunga. I don't know if I pronounced his name right. My bad, Talis. But um, yeah, he he's a stud. He's like six seven guard. So I mean, he's he's a he's a menace. Big Samoan cat. Um, Atong I don't know. My bad. Again, sorry, Talis. But uh, yeah, but I'm um, not uh,
2: Samoan. Yeah,
3: but he's a he's a yeah we got we got a, a bunch of guys too competing on the line man. I think um you know it's a lot of competition. I mean, coach coach Amark coach coach Mahalcheck he's just he's a stud man. He gets those guys working. He's very smart coach, very well minded. You know, so um I mean there's nothing you can really, really
2: say. Six six three hundred and thirty one pounds. <laughs> That's Tali. Yeah, Tali. Yeah,
3: that and that and it, no, and he can move man, too. So he, you know, move. he can
0: move.
2: Yeah, he says
3: a lot too. Yeah, he's um. I mean, I know he originally came in as a tackle, but with our tackles being so good, you know, to, with him, you know, playing that guard, I think it'll be good for us. So,
2: so You have uh, depth on the offensive line, which is really Just good. Sure. And then you have uh, Luke Muxgrave because I remember him last year. You look at your receivers, and I'll get some highlights from you. You are really good uh, hitting your tight end last year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: no, Luke. I mean, yeah, that's something, and that I, I think even going back after watching more and more film, that's a place I I gotta develop with him. And I think we we've taken lots of strides in the spring and in the summer. And uh, I think yeah, he's I think he's gonna have a big year, man. He's 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 a he's a he's a tough matchup for all these safeties and all these smaller guys trying to cover him. He's really fast, got great hands. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Luke. So he should have a breakout year this year. I know last year he had a really good year, but now he's he's looking to expand on it.
0: Yeah, sure. well,
2: I had a restaurant, I claim to fame, really. I had a restaurant in Pinellas Park, Florida.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: bought for $6,000, and I sold it for $800,000. But it was the fun along the way, people that came in. And one day, I get in at 4 in the morning. At 5 in the morning, I see this white-haired white guy knocking on the door. And I'm like, you know, excuse me, how can I help you? I'm like, wait a second. This is Dennis Erickson, the head coach of the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Whoa. I sure, you had a really good Cuban restaurant. Da, da, da. I'm going on a recruiting trip. Uh, can you make me breakfast? I'm like, sure. <laughs> so you're looking for huh. a governance. Uh, Chad shared with me that you had you had you visited time with a Hall of Fame coach, won a couple of national titles, and is the mm-hmm. mentor of your head coach, Jonathan Smith, who mm-hmm. a great job at Oregon State. But yes. Tell us about your visit with coach and uh Jonathan Smith in the offense and you're in a good spot with being having a great coach. Oh
3: yeah, man. I mean, yeah, that that was a great moment. I always remember. He was just very, you know, knowledgeable, very just happy to meet me too. It was kind of just shocking to me, man. <laughs> well,
2: you're a good quarterback, of, man. I don't think you know how good you are, brother.
3: Man, I, man, I, I was it just it's just so surreal, man. He came in at me, told me, you know, he just loved to watch me play and it's kinda of, it's kind of shocking. But just having to talk with him about, you know, the game and him coaching Jonathan Smith and him being around this, this kind of facility when it you know when it was, you know, at its highest point. I and mean, it kinda of just motivates you to kinda of want to get back there. And then he kinda of had like a speech for us too. Oh, nice. Um I believe I believe it was before the ASU game. It was that Friday. He was in um at our walkthrough and he had like a little speech he gave us and it was a it was very just you know, very motivating, very um, you know Well, you know in the end of time, you know, and really got us like really got us motivated to just you know go out and play for our you know everybody that ever once you know was a Beaver. You know, he's just very, he's a very good coach, very good man that can be in charge and you know lead his way. I think,
2: right, and, and that's really your your path to a number one draft pick because he played in the NFL, he coached number one draft picks, and I believe one of his players, uh, Dorsey, is a number one draft. Uh, it's a offensive coordinator or quarterback coach. Either for Buffalo. Yeah, I think it's for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Offense. we see in Buffalo. Yep. Yeah, we'll see in Buffalo. Buffalo. And we got a direct line for Chance Nolan, you know.
3: <laughs> First round traffic. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Coach, yeah. Coach Erickson, he's, is he
2: coaching right now, right? No, he's – uh, a, well, he is, but he isn't, right? He's one of those guys that that you call when you're stuck. Dorsey's yeah. to call him. Uh, mm-hmm. Ken Dorsey will call him yeah yeah a lot of coaches uh uh i forgot he's he has an O for his last name he's also in football he was coached by him he was a number one draft quarterback as well all
4: uh, mm-hmm. those people
2: you contact a, a mentor an old person sir. contact them and they'll tell you right away what to do right mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. sure yes, like mm-hmm. when you contact me about money <laughs> or you got a mental health thing you contact my my wife. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but he, he's football. If there's something with football, uh it, it would be him. Yes, sir. All right. So uh you go against him every day, right? It's spring practice. What's the first thing that comes to mind when we start talking about your defense?
3: Man, man, I think we uh this year, I think we're getting a lot of guys that are gonna help our team that we kinda missed last year. We we had a, we had a DN linebacker, outside linebacker type, John McCartan, who who had to sit out all year with like a hamstring issue. Well, he'll be back, and I mean, he he's a, he's a really good cover guy too, and he's six six off the edge. I mean, he, he should be a another menace for us. Now I think we got to we got to transfer, a couple of transfers on the D line that are coming in. We got this Florida transfer. Oh, nice. Yeah, he uh he was actually he's actually been here for a while now. He came in the middle of the season last year, but had to uh, sit out because he transferred during the year. But um, he's he'll be uh he'll be a stud. Uh, Chatfield Andrew Chatfield he's. That's his name, and then uh, I mean, starting there, I think that's kind of like the biggest, you know, for us to to improve are up there up front. So I think uh, you know, really taking strides there. They looked a lot, you know, a lot cleaner in the spring. We got a lot of guys competing, so I think that room, you know, they they definitely improved it a lot. And then uh, the linebackers, we kind of took, you know, we took a little losses in Avery. I think he's our leading tackler, but um, I mean, that core is pretty good. Kyrie, I know he stepped up in the bowl game for us. Kyrie official, he played a bunch of good minutes. So um, and then we got John Miller, a couple of couple young guys coming up that I think can fill roles for us and, and play good. And I think uh, I think our, our nickel position will be a lot better this year. We kind of move moving things around. We have Ron Harge, who's out at corner. who He's kind of moved around playing nickel and now he's kind of out at corner and we're kind of finding spots for uh, things. But I think that our defensive back, our defensive back room is very, very, very um experienced and very talented I would say with Rajon, Jaden Grant coming back. I mean all these guys have played a bunch of big games a bunch of big minutes so I think uh, they're really experienced. I think this should be should be a lot good and I think Coach, Coach Bray too I really do like our new defensive coordinator. He's right. Uh,
2: like... Let me ask you about that mm-hmm. uh, I was I was at the Jimmy Kimmel ball. so I kind of noticed uh, I think uh, your original defensive coordinator was in there at that point there was an interim Yep uh, noticed some of that defense so what as far as spring practice, when you look at spring practice last year to this year, without giving away too much, because we're not we're going to give the. I know yeah. all the enemies are listening to this podcast. They listen mm-hmm. to it anyways.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. So
2: we're not going to give them anything. We're not going to give them anything away. But without giving anything away, what is the difference between spring practice, the defense last year, and now this year's spring practice with a new defensive coordinator?
3: Um, I would just say that the amount of. The amount of exotic looks that they're doing is a very more slim down than it was compared to last spring, right. which I think allows them to play at a higher level. And I think it makes them more—they know their role. Is, it's more, you know, less exotic look, more play football. And I think that's kind of been helping with the defenses, you know, kind of being more clean. But I mean, in, in years past, though, it's been really hard to you know go against the defense because they are throwing all these exotic looks, and you come out here and you. You know, you think you're getting one thing, you think you're getting some type of quarters and then they're clouding the side and you got a whole different six, you know, and it's, they, they're doing a lot of stuff. So, uh, but I think this the overall structure has changed too with the four down front. And I think our, our guys are liking that up front. I think we have like that patch, patch rushers and the edge guys to be able to you know, run that. So I think they've, they've really been liking that for sure. No, right on. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so you, very interesting defense. You guys got 10 guys coming back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, uh, because I manage uh, people's money, uh, I have to keep my mind disciplined. But also, Scott knows about this. I've been married for eighteen years, and I've been wrong in every single argument. Uh, <laughs> and my wife says she's a psychotherapist, and she has a lot of responsibility. And it's good; she does not let me say anything stupid. <laughs> so what I what I do with uh, what I try to do my best in is being as unbiased as possible. Right, and to be honest, it's it, I'm always honest. I hate that phrase because I am always honest. But to be frank, when Chad, your brother, said, "Hey, chance is good. You got to look at chance." Da da da. I'm like, okay, you know, I know this guy. You know, whatever. Uh. I'm going to make a determination whether my own determination, I've been watching football 45 years, went to school with Tommy Carter, first-round draft pick. That's why I've seen first-round draft picks. I destroyed on the basketball court a first-round draft pick by the mm-hmm. name of Tommy Carter, played 10 mm-hmm. years in the NFL, won in college with Lou Holtz national title. Mm-hmm. Same thing with William Floyd. Sir, sure. I uh, destroyed him on the basketball court. He won a Super Bowl with, uh, with uh, Rice, Gary Rice, and uh, the quarterback, running quarterback, he's on ESPN.
0: Steve, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Right?
2: Sure. So I have him be picked in the first round. So I'm like, I am going to make my own determination whether Chance Nolan is any good or not. It doesn't matter, you know, it's different than uh, business. Mm-hmm. Business and personal are completely opposite. In Thank Business, you. you cut somebody off right away. Personally, mm-hmm. you give them a second chance, third chance. You know, you're going to lose money. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I knew the chance was good, I hadn't even seen him throw a pass. It was the halftime last year of the Purdue game. They're like, okay, it seems like uh, Neuer, I don't know, is he still on the team? No, no, nah, nah, he's, uh, nah, he's not on the team. Not, it was unfortunate. I'm going to use very political words. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate first half he had, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, we just got word the chance Nolan is going to play," and I noticed how the sideline suddenly got excited.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's when I knew that you were good because these guys had seen you in the locker room. These guys had seen you in practice. Mm-hmm. And you guys were down, I think it was 21 nothing.
3: Yeah, it might have been, might have been 21-7. 21-7. I think we scored, we scored on like a – I think we scored early in the game on like trick play or something. We threw like a
1: – Yeah.
3: We threw, yeah, we threw like a – yeah, we threw, yeah. It was like a double pass.
2: So they were basically dominating both offense and defense. But look what the score is. With three minutes and 16 seconds left, in the fourth quarter, Chance takes him down there. and Here's the lead. And describe this play here. What are you looking at at their front? And, again, one of the, the things about, uh, that they get wrong about Chance is that they make this uh, – they're confused. Because Chance is such a great athlete, they think he's just an athlete. But no, right? And, and after this, we're going through the difference between a thrower and a passer. And Chance is a great passer versus a thrower. We'll get into that. But here, he's reading the defense. I love where his eyes are. And he's an athlete. So he can do uh, different things in this RPO. Walk us through this play.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure we just hit a big play on them and got down here. They had a yeah, deep. I got that
2: one too. I'm going to put it on. Yep.
3: So, uh, yeah, I know we were trying to kind of tempo them up. And I know that they, they kind of had a guy out there. I thought. You know, I probably could have honestly maybe pulled this one and got up on the guy and got in there myself, but I was just going to let BJ do the work on first down. So,
2: and then this kinda... line lining has so good exactly. job for your coordinator okay. and a good job by uh Mr. Jonathan Smith mentored by the guy banging on uh-huh. my door asking for breakfast at 5 in the morning. He's going <laughs> on a, on a recruiting trip. Uh coach. All right, so here we go. Here's the play you are talking about. Now, they get confused with this, right? And I saw some magazines, I won't name them. I won't shame them here on the podcast, but I saw some Come magazines. On. Come on. Come on. Hey, by the arm strength of my guy here, who reportedly can throw it on a line for 70 yards, but he doesn't have to on every play. Watch this play. It's a little underthrown, but basically, you're being a businessman on this play and making sure that this is wide open play happens. And so this is a play that you got you guys down there. This is what I like too, right? Before this even happened, and maybe I've watched maybe too much football, The Chad said that because he's like, How do you see that? Chad's like, That thing, why did you see that? I'm like, I've been watching football too long. Homeboy is intimidated right here. He's like, F U C K, number 10 is tearing us up right now, and number 10 is going to make me look stupid. The fear <laughs> in his eyes <laughs> <laughs> of the way he Chance is about to tear this man up. <laughs> He yeah. look at him. All right, here we go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he don't know what to do. Oh, no, he's got us. Oh, man.
2: Boom. Nice throw. It was a touchdown, but it was political. It's on yeah. um, Purdue's home field, so we got to <laughs> get Purdue the call on there and make him bang it in there.
3: Yeah, man, I did. I did. I thought a little bit for sure. I could. I mean, I I could have put more on it, but yeah, you're right. I was. I was trying to be a businessman. I was trying to get the completion, get us down there. I know. Yeah, I know we had him beat. I know we had him beat by about ten yards. I just didn't want to miss it. Right. Yeah, I wish I would have thrown the touchdown, more, man. That would have been big time.
2: No, you did throw a touchdown. They they just did not remember when I was watching this. <laughs> I was throwing stuff at a thing, researching. And, and he's done this before. This guy, this back judge, watch these Big Twelve games like, Listen to the other podcast. We're going to keep chance <laughs> But, but I'll, I'll tell you a little bit something about this back dude right here. Let me put it to you this way. Each Big Ten school gets $50 million a year. So he, he blew it on this. Because that was a touchdown anyway. Boom, he's got it. Momentum gets him into the end so he crossed the plane. But you guys got it anyways. You got
3: it in there, yeah. That's all that matters.
2: Yeah, salesmen think short-term, businessmen, and women in the Me Too era think long-term. So now, mm-hmm. before we'll get into this point that, that I make, and it, it's synonymous with the NFL, that's why, in my humble opinion, I think you're a number one draft pick. It's because even in the NFL, there's a difference. And you did it here. It's a long, what you did is long-term. You throw this... Nine out of ten times, you're going to be fine. You try to gun it in there, it's five mm-hmm. out of ten times, which is bad business. You're a mm-hmm. businessman. so yes, uh, Big difference between a thrower and a passer. So mm-hmm. uh, let me – here we go. I like that.
3: I like that. They like statement, thrower and a passer. I've always kind of felt that same way, too. It kind of works in basketball, too. Works oh, yeah. in sports. Absolutely.
2: So, and, you know, yeah. kudos – to your dad? Or who t- who taught you that, to be such a great pastor?
3: I don't know, man. I think I just kind of started throwing stuff when I was a little kid at Chad. <laughs> so I started beaming Chad with Hot Wheels and stuff like that. Chad, catch this. Yeah, exactly. Dad, catch exactly. This. And I, and I was always a pretty good pitcher, so it just kind of all worked out. Yeah,
2: it, no, it's, it's interesting. You're a naturally smart guy. All
1: right,
2: so here we're looking at the guy who's growing into a passer right now, he's a thrower, right? He's the uh, starting quarterback in Tennessee. He just (laughs) turns around and throws. (laughs) He's not looking at nothing. You saw uh, Chance was reading the defense before he did anything. He was looking out of the front, right? Mm -hmm. It's progression. This dude, all he does was throw it to him, go catch and run, right? Mm -hmm. Right? He's not looking at anything. He just turns around. He's gonna run, and he throws it at the guy. Instead of passing it, bounces it off his chest. He
0: gunned it in there. Right. So on the main play,
2: we're gonna watch. Hundred percent chance. What he did on that last play would have been. I'm not gonna spoil it, but watch what happens.
1: He's reading
0: his one key. He's looking to the sidelines for the player. <laughs> See? He overthrew him. Why? Because he was throwing it at him versus mm. passing it to him. Right? Boom, snap. Yeah.
2: See? Boom. He throws it. Does not pass it to him. Put some air underneath the ball. So the man can catch it, mm-hmm. <laughs> alumni. collect yeah. collected. So it. <laughs> the
4: pain, well, the pain. <laughs> yeah, the Tennessee quarterback did not step into that throw at all. That was a flat-footed throw. He's mm-hmm. trying to throw with his arm, not with you know what I mean. Yeah,
3: I mean that's the thing. That's sometimes true. I mean sometimes you can't always step into it, but yeah, you you got to be able to, to recoil that and shut it off so you can still
0: be accurate. Yeah. Football for sure. Yeah, versus.
2: And then we'll go back to Chance's play, and then we'll get into Oregon, and we'll go through the back to a mm-hmm. Love it, man. Thank you, Chance. Love it.
0: Oh, no, man. This is awesome. Great. I'm always down to talk football. Always. There you go. Here's your pass, man.
1: Nice pump. Yeah, we had
3: a, we had a little pump. We had a little hitch. We a little, little, little hitch and go out there. A little 10-yard stuttered him. I saw the corner was kind of just off, and he was just giving me his eyes the whole time. So I felt like with that pump fake, I was going to get him, and we got him bad. bad. We broke him, and I think his move was good too. He gave him a nice little stutter.
2: Well, the other thing before we go, very interesting thing. This is another thing I love about you is your composure. Mm. Right, Uh, the moment, as they say these days, was not too big for you. Ready to go versus the Tennessee guy who's giving me anxiety. <laughs> I'm not even playing, I'm actually just watching this guy because watch. And I think that's part of the problem, too. He missed that guy, yeah. uh, you know. Part of the coaching
0: look how anxious he is. Yeah, but he's anxious, not smooth at all. Yeah, even
3: just, I mean, yeah, the stance. I mean, that's the yeah, like, other like two
0: feet,
2: maybe. yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, he's a great athlete. He's good for, I hate to say it, but he's good for recruiting. Oh, we got a black starter creeping man, don't go to that racist place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude,
3: at, oh, that's at Tennessee. Yeah, that's Tennessee, yeah,
2: it's Tennessee, <laughs> because, yeah. Uh, Narduzzi and Pitt, Pitt runs the 425 because Narduzzi coach for D'Antonio, and D'Antonio coach for who? Bill Belcher. hmm Right? And that goes oh, back to the Atlanta.
3: The whole tree. Yep.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I hate to see this guy go, Josh Hapel, because he was the coach of you can't finish. And I went to USF Bulls, and I love him because he was yeah. a chance to beat him. He's not that great of a coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
3: go Bulls. Not- they got him away. They got him
2: on the schedule this year? <coughs> huh? They, they're playing on this show? You said? No, he was the head coach of. Uh, oh Georgia. yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he went to uh, Tennessee. Oh yes, sir. See, he's thinking too much, Milton. Milton. Uh, they're making him do too much, man. When he goes to the line, he doesn't even know what play it is or whatever. He's looking at his one key. Okay, look at your one key. Then look to the sidelines. Too much. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're calling the plays, going to the sidelines. What's he right there? Right there he's getting the, that's too much. There's too much
0: going on. You know
3: what to do, right? <laughs> You're yeah. At, Man, at this point, mean, I mean, I'm saying at this point, you should be probably understand what the defense is trying to do rather than trying to get the play call in. Yeah, no, seriously.
0: Exactly. Especially,
3: can you run it? Can you play it from right here? Yeah, yeah. I wonder how fast. Yeah, he just snaps it. Yeah. And they bring the house. They, they brought, like, an inside. They brought, like, a little gut cross on him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the center's calling the, the line because
3: he, he... – Yeah, yeah, you can see, yeah. Because they bring – do they pop – I think they pop that that field end or what? Yeah. Or he just wraps around, man. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing some stuff, though. They're doing some stuff up there, up front.
2: Yeah, that's a four-two-five. 2 that's vertical. Do a bunch of twists
3: and turns, gut crosses. Yeah, uh, do all types of stuff.
2: So, that's what you're going to see with Oregon. Oregon's going to be the last game of the season. Yes, sir. Uh get these Oregon Ducks, Coach Laning. They return seven on defense. Uh they not they didn't they did the best out of the bigger teams. They did the best in the portal. They have 86 career starts on their offensive line. Uh returning seven guys on defense.
0: Uh the new defensive coordinator
2: is Tosh or uh, Loppy.
0: Yep, from
2: Alabama. There you go, Nick Saban. Yeah, <laughs> four two five. Four two five. Uh, yep. There you go. <laughs> four two five. So, yeah. what are your final thoughts? Well, you you said a lot about the four two five defense. What are your final thoughts of Oregon as you'll head into and start turning them deeply in the summer?
3: Yeah, well, I think we'll be watching a lot of Alabama film, like you said. I, mean, I think we're going to be studying mostly Bama film and mostly you know what he likes to run, his tendencies. Um, but um, I do think you know that they're a very athletic team. They always will be. You know, they're always going to have really good big guys. It's going to always be a physical game when you go play Oregon, and, and you know, and that's that's the rivalry. So that game is just always, you know, there's always a lot of emotions, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of fan right. chatter. So I think um, you know, we just gotta I mean that's very late in the season, so we gotta handle business so we can you know kind of set that one up to make it a bigger, you know, bigger deal this year. Right. Make so it be make it be for a berth or
2: something like that. I'm biased, but Scott says that's gonna be for you guys to go to the Rose Bowl. Maybe in the playoffs. That's what playoffs.
4: Playoffs, man. <laughs> we don't we don't get a lot of Pac twelve here in Massachusetts. We get heavily yeah, in the time NFL. difference
0: is so, still yeah.
4: Yeah. But the stuff that, that Josh has been telling me and the stuff that you guys have just talked about makes me think that you guys are going to be in contention for the Rose Bowl coming mm-hmm. down to the last last two or three games, for sure. Mm-hmm. Offensive Absolutely. line returns, good running game, good oh, yes, passing so. game. Um, That'd be know, awesome. Defense, defense will, be, will be better than last year. Mm-hmm. And I know the Pac-12 has always been a, a high-scoring <laughs> conference. so I will be there at the, Pac- uh, the Rose Bowl. Hey, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah, I think I I already told Josh I'm I'm betting you guys to win the Pac-12. Oh yeah. You can't so, talk
2: about this and that on this podcast. It's
4: what?
2: <laughs> uh, chance eligible. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's <laughs> true. I, I forgot. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey but, man, I just I just play it, man. It's all good. All right. So first game of the season is you guys play Boise. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, All right, Scott, thank you for your time, man.
4: Yep, take care, guys.
2: Yep, appreciate hey, you. Thanks for your help. All right, take care, Scott. Yep, yep. yep. you too. Boise, <clears throat> we got nine guys coming on defense. Uh, mm-hmm. teams working two-year cycles. <clears throat> Last year was an off cycle for them. There were seven and five. New coach, mm-hmm. Coach Avalos. Yep, came back from Oregon. Came, yeah, came back from Oregon.
0: Uh, what are your thoughts on, on Boise?
3: Um, I I don't I'm not too you know familiar with them. I did watch a couple of their games last year. I know yeah they're very experienced coming back. You know you said what nine guys coming back, right? So, you know you know they're gonna be experienced and they're gonna be good. And I mean and I honestly have a lot of respect you know for the Mountain West Conference. So that's one team you definitely do not want to go in and, and shy away from anything like that. So. But, yeah, I mean, I think for us it's kind of going back and watching that, you know, when we played even Oregon two years ago. I mean, I think it will we'll get a lot of that similar defense, a lot right. of their similar things, you know, the same type of stuff against us. So I think, yeah, just going back in and then maybe kind of just going back to what they did last year in the spring or in the fall and then just seeing – what they did against, you know, our personnel in our, in our formations, what they kind of like to do and the tendencies they do against, you know, that situation and that formation. I think that's kind of our, our whole thing is just looking at tendencies and seeing what they do. I know they, they, you know, they like to do a lot of different stuff. They like to do a lot of different types of like three cloud, double cloud, and they like to kind of drop out. of stuff. They kind of like to play softer at times. They will still kind of, you know, be like those, those those little delay rushes or they'll do a lot of different kind of, you know, intricate stuff in the interior you got
0: to be ready for. so.
2: That's awesome. So we'll touch real quick on uh, Fresno State, and then we'll get heavy into the Pac-12. Yep. Go Boise State, you go Fresno State, and you got Hader. Did you play against him in high school? What do you know about Hader, the quarterback? The quarterback. Um,
3: yeah, I mean, I, I just you know I watched him last year a lot. You know, he's a really good player. I know. Uh, you know, makes a lot of good plays. They, they had a bunch of big wins last year. And, you know, they beat. A, I know they came out and beat UCLA. Right. So, you know, I know they'll they'll be ready for us. You know, to come out there, they'll, they'll get us in there in their home stadium. So. Uh, I know, you know that's good, but I, you know, I think we should be able to have, you know, maybe an edge on our, maybe our size advantage. So I think we should be able to maybe, you know, well in the, the running game. So that
2: will be very interesting. Yeah. You guys will be able to do that. I mean, that's kind of our plan always. Like
3: that's kind of our, our momentum in our line. You know, they, they always have, that, you know, mentality coming into the game. Like, you know, you know, a lot of the game's going to be on you guys, what you guys do. And I, and I think, you know, that goes for football. All the time, too. You know, I think the game, like they say, is won in those trenches, and that—that's yeah, really, I mean, that's absolutely true. Especially as you get deeper and deeper into football, and deeper into this level, and deeper into, you know, schemes. It's like, you know, who's going to win that? That forward push is going to be able to move the ball and keep the ball in their hand You know, you see it in the NFL. You see games that are won ten to three. You know, you see games right. that are won seventeen to ten. It's like,
2: you know, who one's going
3: to hold the ball and who's going to, you know, more more so not go win the game but not lose the football game. You know, so
2: no big time, and, and that goes into. The fact that they picked the right starter quarterback—I mean, mm-hmm. I saw that sideline getting pip- pip- piped up—that gives that offensive line a little bit extra edge, that a little mm-hmm. extra motivation.
0: Yeah, for
2: sure. A little bit.
0: Yeah. So, now yeah,
2: you go Montana State. You got to respect Montana State. They probably going to have a player or two very motivated to play. You guys. Oh yeah. So, yeah. You go ahead with Montana State, and then we'll head into USC.
3: Yeah, well I mean shoot, they went what to that they went to the national championship last year. FCS, I believe.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah, so yeah,
3: I mean that's a great program. I know, you know, we're gonna get their best shot. You know, I know Montana, those schools out there go they go crazy for their football too. Oh, and great pretty, job. yeah. And I'm pretty sure that game for us is actually gonna be held in, in that Portland Timbers stadium. Got it. And yeah, so that'll be a little different for us getting that drive down there. But
2: yeah, um, I mean Yeah, the fans think, might be fifty fifty in that
3: game. Yeah, yeah, it might be a little might be a little different for sure. Um but I, I do think you know that's going to be you know a very well coached, well coached football team. I mean, any team that can go into a championship setting and go compete for a championship is
0: coached
3: very well. I'm not too familiar with you know who they got. You know if they had any guys leaving on their staff or if they, you know, got guys coming back. I know what, they had a really good player that I believe got drafted last year, one of their defensive players. Right, and you can
2: speak to this as well, right? It's something I talk to Chad a lot about. Hmm. I'll post a link to that v- video. It's uh, Djokovic, the the tennis player. Okay. Uh, and he was top 200. And he just changed his stroke percentage, .001, and he becomes one of the greatest uh, tennis players of all time. So it's called marginal utility. So maybe the top 500 uh, football players are exceptional. But we go six through 150 the changes are very minimal. Uh, like, Chat should probably be in the NFL, right? It's just mm-hmm. tiny little bit of details, a tweak. It could be you being in the NFL, being a Pro Bowler, getting a second contract in the NFL to not, right? Yeah. It's, very, it's very minimal. So, when you look at an FCS school, let me know if I'm right, Chance. Mm-hmm. I think FCS school one through 22, there isn't a huge difference between them in a upper level part five the difference is it's in depth you start getting into special teams and you start getting deeper into that roster I'm,
0: that.
2: i mean i mean, you're 100% spot on the
3: head you at those types of schools you just don't have the money and the resources to be able to you know have that type of you know for your school it's just it's just not the same as you know for these schools that can recruit big have these huge stadiums and you know have all this money send these kids right. on official visits more yeah. I think it's just yeah. I don't think, I don't think, but yeah. But you're definitely right though. The one through twenty two, those teams can't compete with you know the best of them. I mean, you got North Dakota State, you got all these teams. Right. They come. I mean, these teams come out and they they win games all the time. It's not like they they come in they just you know win once in a while. I mean, I think last year they won like ten, eleven games. They would be FBS teams. So
4: I think
2: I, mean, I think I think North Dakota State should probably be in the Big Twelve. To I me,
3: mean. yeah, I mean, it's like, if we're being honest, exactly. Like, I mean, I think they, those, some of those schools do have the resources. I mean, I think James Madison is coming in the FBS. Right,
2: they're in the Sun Belt this year.
3: Yes, exactly. So you know, I mean, I think yeah, you're, you're spot on with that. I think, but you're right though. The resources, footballs, you know, costs a lot of money. Equipment costs a lot of money to have all these things. Costs to have a weight room. You know, feed all to have the kids on scholarship, getting money and having paid for it's like you know the resources is just the biggest gap i believe in that in that sense but i mean you got the, the starters could probably all play division one anywhere and most of the guys probably did and most of the guys probably transferred from you know a, you know group five or a power five fbs
0: level school so all
2: right so the fourth game of the season right mm-hmm. you got ufc coming in to corvallis it's gonna be a big game no chad has his best friend coming in there um mm-hmm. USC is returning eight off. It's only three on defense. They got a brand new defense. Let me know what you know about Alex Grinch. And, 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 and this football item, because I remember in that play, you guys hit the big play against Purdue. You guys started running tempo, right? That's too tired the defense. Mm-hmm. So first year, only three guys, new defense. It says to me that maybe USC is wanting to get in shootouts. And their defense is kind of geared to that one big stop in that game of getting their offensive ball back, giving momentum back with a turnover. That's the kind of style of defense they're going to play. What are your thoughts, Chance? Yeah, well, I
3: mean, I think over the years, I mean, he was at Oklahoma, D.C., and I think over the years, it's kind of been their style of play at Oklahoma. Right. I mean, you see them getting to shootouts game in, game out. And I think mean, that's kind of the style of that conference as well. But um, I will say, though, that, you know, at USC, they they might have you know they're gonna have. I, mean, yeah. gonna, I know that, that I know they lost a lot of their DBs that started last year, so this year it's gonna be basically a whole new D, defensive back yeah. core. They I mean.
2: Thirty guys during the summer.
3: Yeah, so it's I mean the team, the structure of the team. You know, I know they do have some interior guys coming back on the D line, but I mean, yeah, I mean I yeah. think for yeah. us though, for team, us though, I
2: think it's gonna be a lot of window dressing. It's gonna look one thing, but it's really gonna be something simple. Because especially fourth game of the season, you're gonna to have to keep it simple. So and that's much- what I'm saying. They
3: don't. They don't. I don't think they have enough time to kind of get all fancy, exactly. Exactly. So I, I think you know, for us, we like to control football games. So I think that'll be something that's gonna be on our our mind for sure. Is you know, like they want to do that, well, we can take the ball away from them and make them press and make them get you know get scared make them have to force stuff. And now they're forcing themselves into stops. So I think. It's kinda you know we gotta play cat and mouse in that in that instance.
2: Well I like you guys in that spot in the fact with Jonathan Smith, Dennis Erickson, that the whole office lineage. You mm-hmm. guys are in a great position in that game. Then you yeah. guys go uh play Utah and I went to a game um let's see if I have yeah I have it here. Went to a game with um Chad your brother was we didn't know how this game was it was end up gonna be such a good game looking at the future. You had the winners of the Pac-12 uh, and uh, the winners of the Mountain West. Let me put mm-hmm. this up for now. So we'll see how uh, they line up, and then there's Devin Lloyd, and I like last year Devin Lloyd, man. He didn't shy away. Got his face. He's like, man, what? He asked you if it was a penalty. You're like, yeah, that's a penalty. Well, man,
3: man, I trained with him a few times, so yeah, he he had.
2: Uh, well, earlier in the game, I don't know if you remember but my. Uh, you know, one
3: of my best friends, Jaden Grant, is thrown out of the game at first right, safety right. for safety for a hit that you know, we all thought wasn't targeting. Right, right. So uh, I basically told him, you know, if my boys got to go, then you got to go, man. Right, right. <laughs> so that's kind of just what it was.
2: Okay, so that's that's how Utah lines up. So Utah's known, and you know better than I am, for the defensive line, right? They have great defensive line codes to get them in the NFL. Here's Devin Lloyd, or here's number one, Devin Lloyd. Um, no, nah, nah, you're
3: right. Lord Zero in the middle. That's zero, zero, one. That's zero. two. That's two.
2: One is two. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And the um, San Diego State, it worn him down a little bit. Is this is how, the, how they line up. And he was first round draft pick. So you know how first round draft pick, how they play, how they look. So Utah, you guys had a great game against them. You guys beat them last year by five, five, eight, I believe. 40, I think it was like forty-two, thirty-four. Right. So they're studying you all summer. They're coming at you. They're studying that Chance Known film. Of course, we're not going to give too much, but I know you guys got some different wrinkles they they haven't seen when you go up there to uh, Utah to go play them.
3: Oh, yeah, man. I mean, um, I, I think I don't want to get too much into what we've been doing up there right, in France, right. but I, I really like the stuff we're doing, man. I think, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of simple but new nuances that are gonna help us, you know, you know, get us, get us, uh, get us the ball in our athletes' hands, you know, maybe get me in space more. So, and I've been training hard, man, trying to get my speed and my uh, lucid nip up. Right. So I'm trying to try to bust some long ones next year, man. Oh
2: yeah, yeah,
3: no, no you're- more, no more, no more 20 yards and get down. I'm trying to take <laughs> 40, 40, 40, to the to the crib.
2: Right, right. We want to keep you healthy, though. Yeah. So, oh, always. Oh, that's number one. Number one. Sure. Utah. It's going to be a great game. You guys beat them last year. Uh, You guys are going to go toe-to-toe with them. They returned six on defense. It doesn't really matter that much because he's a great coach. Coach William, a great coach at developing defensive players. Eight on offense. I think Rising is coming back as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in my point of view, I feel that you have a superior skill set to Mr. Rising. So that that's going to be a big game. Yeah, uh, sure. Bigger game. Yeah, bigger game for Utah because they're, they're home. Yeah. Then after yeah. Utah, then you guys go to Stanford. So Stanford, they play that zone. That zone.
0: <laughs> <That's on. laughs>
3: Uh, David Shaw, yeah, no, nah, man. You know what's you know what you're gonna get out of Stanford always. That's just great, great, fundamentally sound, coached well. Just a good football team. You know what you're gonna get out
2: of Stanford. was so with big, with them is patience, right? Oh if yeah, patience. You got to take advantage. Of it. But
3: they, but yeah, they make the. I mean yeah, man, you can still get that big player over the top. You know, a lot of the times, you know, you hit them, hit them, keep hitting them underneath, and then they start getting antsy. You know, like dang, trying to get up, trying to get up in there, and boom. Take the top off. So, no, nah, I mean, but you know, you know, we're going to get with them. They got, I mean, I know they're going to lose a little bit up front. They lost their their, their guy up front, their D line, and that was a
2: stud, right, Booker. Right. Um, yeah, now, their program is supposed to be down, but you can't really
3: look at that. No, nah, and I know they – my, 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 uh, no, I actually played against their quarterback Tanner McKee when I was younger. That was, that was kind of my rival in youth football.
2: Him and, oh, wow.
3: Yeah, so they played for the Corona Chargers. I played for the Murray Broncos, and it was actually, uh, you know, Travis Dye running back. He's yeah. at USC now. Yeah, yeah, Oregon, got Oregon. yeah. That that was that running back, and Tanner McKee was their uh, quarterback. So your running ahead. back was Travis Dye? Nah, his, was. his I, was. I had I had I had a couple other actually. You know, Rashid Shaheed from Weber State. Yeah, yeah, we had him on my team, and we nice. had a couple other guys. Yeah, so now nah, we had we, we had a squad. We had a lot of guys on that team. Nice. Khalil Shakir was on my team too from Boise State. Got it. Okay, yeah, that's
2: yeah. right. Chad yeah, worked yeah. out with him me about uh, those it. workouts. Yeah. So from uh. Stanford, then you guys will play.
1: See here,
2: Stanford
0: zone. So you got
2: that zone fundamentally sound, solid team. You mm-hmm. guys go to Washington State. It's the same coordinator from last year. Oh. But now he has his own team, kind of putting his own spin on that. Uh, yeah. Great thoughts about Washington State? Uh it's a revenge game for you guys you guys lost in the shootout against them. I
3: man. was throwing
2: stuff at the TV. Yeah, <laughs> man.
3: That 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 one hurt. Yeah, that one hurt. Man, we definitely got a chip on our shoulder from that one. That was kind of like the one that, that was, because we were like, I think what? We're four one, right? We we're four and one, I think at the time or five and one, man. We were we were feeling good. We were probably gonna win that one, maybe get break the top twenty five, and then. Yeah, man, we fell short. But, um, yeah, I mean, I will say that that defense coordinator, he did do a great job. I think he came from Hawaii, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken.
0: Right. you're absolutely right.
3: Yeah, okay. so they, they do a lot of exotic stuff with their, on third downs. I know they're very – they like to show that double mug look with the backers. They'll get those wide three techniques and the two D-line men, you know. They'll do a couple different things. But, um, I mean, they really um, – they schemed us really good last year. They played a really good game. They were always – kinda of always knew, you know, what we were kinda of doing with our emotions and they were really in tune to kind of where we were going with the checks and our run game. And um, you know, I had there was a couple of plays I you know I missed in that game that I wish you know, I you wish you had back always. Uh probably goes the other way. But
2: Yeah, that's really as long as you learn from it.
3: Exactly, exactly. So um you know and I have been that's one I've been, you know, studying a lot of. I do like um, you know, we kinda our, our defense kinda's been doing some stuff like that on third down, showing that those looks and kind of doing some different pressures, dropping out, bailing, so on and so on. So it's, it's been, it's been good, um, good work for that type of defense and that type of uh, style of play for sure.
2: Yeah, the defense coordinator is Brian Ward, who came from Nevada. He was in Nevada. Nevada.
0: yep, that's what it was.
2: Then he was at Syracuse with good old Dino Beavers, is a great coach up there. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, they, they only returned 31 starts on that uh, offensive line, and they, I guess they're going to try to run a run-and-shoot type because that's what the coach knows, and that's what – how you can recruit up there. Mm. So you guys get up on them early, Washington State is going to be in trouble against you guys. Yeah.
3: Yeah, man. I know that's one that's one that we gotta, you know, I know our fans always are kinda like, ah, oh, they cooked it. So we gotta kinda we gotta get one, we gotta get them back. I know we've got a lot of rough ones with them over the years, kinda falling short at the end. So yeah, that be a that'd be a fun one. We'll get them at home too, so that should help.
2: All right, so your last five games gonna be Colorado, Washington, Cal. Arizona State and Oregon. We already did Oregon, Colorado, right now. Colorado, you can't say this, but I can, because uh, there's a point I, I make. It's a great point about the United States of America. Mm-hmm. The I love is that if you're you actually have to be better at marketing than actually being good at what you do. Mm. And the head coach at Colorado, Carl Durrell. Let me put it to this way: Everybody can have their own opinion. Not everybody can have their own facts. All I'm going to do is speak facts. Carl Durrell, head coach at Colorado, has a losing record as a college head coach. He's been fired, I think, two or three times as a receiver's coach in the NFL. Somehow, he talked himself into $15 million guaranteed up front and $5 million a year to coach to watch uh, Colorado Buffaloes. Remember, none of this is my opinion, these are all facts. Mm-hmm. First year, pandemic year, he goes four and two. Last year, he goes four and eight. And then, when you guys played him last year, it was a shootout, it was a good game, 37 mm-hmm. 34. So, Colorado has five guys returning on defense. That was a really good defense they had last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: they did, they got after it, they got after us, man. It was kind of it was for us, man. it was – it's different playing up there in that elevation, too, man. Oh, yeah?
2: Mm-hmm. But it, does, it is a factor, that elevation. And you train hard, man, so. Man, know, I,
3: gotta, yeah, I'm coming. I'm yeah, I'm going to do a little something different this year for that. Get a little. Yeah, because we got Salt Lake. We got to go to Salt Lake, so we'll be up there again.
2: Right. So mm-hmm. you, get, you got that experience. You know what's coming. Chris yeah. Wilson is your defensive coordinator.
3: Uh, Yep, Chris Wilson, yep.
2: All right. Mike Sanford, offensive coordinator. Mike Sanford was the head coach at Western Kentucky, and he just came back from Row Your Boat, Minnesota, up there. Mike Sanford, he was at Stanford a long time ago with Harbaugh. Oh,
3: okay. Uh,
2: yeah. They returned seven on the offensive line. They have, uh, again, we're talking about experience. Uh, only 58 career starts on the offensive line. So that's another team where you guys get up early on them, they'll be in trouble.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I know they've lost. They lost a lot to the portal, too.
2: They lost a lot mm-hmm. to the portal because, yeah.
0: for
2: whatever reason, a lot of people did not have a high opinion of Coach Guerrero. So I'm hoping you guys blow him up. Yeah, we need, the, we need that.
3: We need We need them back too, man. That's 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 one of the other ones that got away. <laughs> right,
2: right, right. So that's two right there. <laughs> yeah, that's two. There's, there's three that I got. Scott's I, point, man. man. You guys yeah. are looking playoff or Rose Bowl. No, <laughs>
3: yeah, no, nah, seriously, man. Yeah, no. Nah,
0: what we're working towards too. So that's
2: awesome.
0: That's yes, so sir. Get
2: to that end and how things repeat each other because you know this more than I. Uh, he's a great coach, man. Now he's the, to me, he's the opposite. Coach Durrell. Justin Herbert, the head coach, is it Justin Herbert? Uh, Justin Wilcox. Wilcox, Cal, yep, Wilcox. Justin Wilcox, Coach of Cal, he's a phenomenal uh, defensive back coach. Every mm-hmm. single year you look at the draft, he's getting guys there. He was coached by Coach Alvarez. They play that zone, that zone again, right? Mm-hmm. When we say zone, they could play man the whole game. We're just saying their base defense with their basic under philosophy is and again the push to cup big plays in the game yeah. the defense you're going to see right
3: mm-hmm. and in football you know zone turns into man so frequently at that, that level it's you know it's basically you know they're all oriented so it's like got to be
2: but they're going to be very similar or philosophically the coaches historically are very similar to stanford they mm-hmm. turn five on defense it doesn't matter because he's such a good defensive coach yeah the red flags come out right because the Cal administration doesn't care a lot about football. They have returned three guys on offense, which might be a good thing because they were a horrible offense last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 51 career starts on that offensive line. You guys beat them 39-25. So, oh, beat them. on them. You could score some points. They, yeah, they beat us though last year. They beat you guys last year, 39 Yeah Yeah, that
3: was the other one. That's the last one. That's <laughs> the one I can think of. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <All> Third <right>, one, <everyone. laughs> so that, that's that's three games you can get back. Yeah, man.
3: Yeah, no. Nah, nah, yeah, Coach Wilcox. Though, yeah, he is a great coach. He's gonna have that team ready to go. I mean, I remember just playing that. They're a very physical team up front. Dude. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, my, that's why you gotta look at your biases because my mind was, I, I really thought, and that's a good thing, right? You look at your yeah. biases. I really thought you guys were a superior roster, to but your defense coordinator isn't the guy who. <laughs> unskilled or didn't do it. it was unfortunate yeah. the way he schemed up that way. He's not there anymore. <laughs> you got a new guy scheming up. So that mm. doesn't happen because Cal was not that was the only unfortunately that in the Stanford game, which is different. Stanford's arrival. They think about him twenty four seven. Those were mm. the only two games where the offensive did well. And they had like a, a good quarterback. Do they have him back? I don't think so.
3: No, he's got he went. he had a declared draft. Basically he got picked up by somebody.
2: And they got Jack Plummer.
3: Oh, yeah. He was at where? He was at Stanford?
2: He was at Arizona.
3: Oh, he was Plummer. Or oh, was he at Purdue?
2: Oh, he was at Purdue. Yes,
3: correct. Purdue, yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's yeah, He actually he started against us, actually.
2: Yeah, so you'll see him again. See him again if Cal. yep. Yeah. But he, he doesn't have offensive of linemen or depth. So by the time you guys play him, November mm-hmm. 2nd, he either might not be playing or he's going to be pretty beat up. Yeah. I know mean, they had a
3: pretty decent they had a really good running back last year, man. I really like to watch. I forgot his name. He was a he was a stud, man. He he had a really good game against us too.
2: Uh, Marcel Dancy, Damian Moore. Yeah. One of one of those guys.
3: He's a, he was a bigger guy for sure. I think he was more of a
2: bruiser. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, for
3: sure. But yeah, though they'll, they'll be I mean it's yeah.
2: gonna be solid though. So it's gonna be a yeah. to see you guys on defense.
3: Yeah, for sure. We gotta, yeah, we gotta play better for sure than we did last year. And so, for
1: sure,
2: absolutely. So from there, you go to Cal again. Now this is gonna be very interesting. Uh, you guys are gonna go to Tempe. Yep. Yeah. And I'll do my best to be there in Tempe.
3: Yes, incredible. sir. I, uh, I'm excited to go there, man. I, I see, I've only seen like pictures of that stadium. Seems pretty, pretty awesome.
2: It'll be very exciting. And then you're going to be going against uh, Marvin Lewis won the Super Bowl. He's going mm-hmm. to be the architect of that defense, that scheme. Their student uh, defense coordinator is Trent Bray, who's a linebacker's coach. He takes over DC, but we know that special assistant up there in that box, the coach is Marvin Lewis, who went to Super mm-hmm. Bowl and got Cincinnati okay. to the playoffs six times. And I had a friend of mine who worked with him in the Cincinnati. Front office. He said he literally he did 15 jobs in that front office. So, he, yeah. that defense is going to line up right. At least we know. That. Right. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Herman Emmerich, the coach. Uh,
0: no, no, you guys are.
2: uh It's Trent Gray. I was looking at the wrong thing. Let me get Arizona State up here. Yeah, we got. Oh, you were saying, I you were saying I thought you were saying I thought
3: you were saying Trent Gray. That's why I was kind of like you said
0: uh, no, the <laughs> Yeah. I was, I was like, they got
2: the same name. Yeah, the no, All right, here we go. Uh new offensive corner is Glenn Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh you can't get too much into it but what happens when you have a offensive corner who comes in after spring practice? I think that's going to be tough. Uh, yeah. Glenn Thomas In the transfer portal, they got good guys in, but they're all going to be new. They only got four guys coming back on defense, four on offense. They lose a lot of guys in the transfer portal. If I remember, it's fired at this point. It might be an easier game than not. Uh, They return 62 guys on the offensive line, and their defensive coordinator, I call them their fake defensive coordinator, right? Because you know that Marvin Lewis is the one calling on the track. He, I've even seen him with headphones, signaling stuff, in the press flash. He, he's the defensive coordinator. But for money purposes, you can pay a guy more. and Call uh-huh. the defensive coordinator. Donnie Henderson.
3: Yeah.
2: Glenn Thomas, who was the unspectacular offensive coordinator at UNLV last year. Mm-hmm. Arizona State. Uh, before this, it was always a great game against you guys.
0: And you guys being a 2410, if
3: I'm seeing, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think well, Arizona State, I, I've seen them twice now, so I think I've kind of got to give a little feel for what they like to do. Got you got two against
2: them,
3: don't you? Nah, we lost one the first one. time, we lost, one on one, yep. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think you know, he's always gonna be kind of you know, gonna try to. Disguise stuff. They do a good job with their linebackers. I think their linebackers last year were, were really good. I know they had a their number number twenty. I think who was in the, their Mike he got drafted, i believe. Um, but yeah, no. I think Arizona State. They're always going to be super super talented. I think they're going to be athletic too, and I think they're going right. to you know hit, they're going to line right
2: and going to be
0: athletic.
3: Yeah, and, and they're going to get guys from the portal coming in. You know, I think a lot they lost a lot, but I think you know I know they got that quarterback from LSU coming in. Right. Yeah, but I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna have
2: guys. Let me see the quarterback. I think he's uh, a Jones. Oh, florida, Florida, Florida the florida, Gator. florida Yeah, Emory Jones. Yep, a lot of
3: yeah. experience. Yes, sir. Yeah, a lot of experience. So yeah, and I mean, he'll be a, he'll be a, he's a great athlete, great player. So um,
2: yeah, so because uh, this offensive line is bad, they can get off. So, Looking at uh, let me see from right here. This is the four two five, but him is which they get wrong a lot. We'll close with this, and then we'll get final words. Uh, Tampa 2 is a coverage. It's not a defense. So Tampa 2. Yeah, they love their Tampa 2. Yeah, you're your, yeah, your free station, but you're going to have versus having X right here uh, and your rover. I think you're, wait, wait. Let me know if you're right. You're going to have a corner here. We got a corner here. Yeah, no matter what, you gotta have
3: two cloud corners playing the flat. Either it can be a corner; they can get it to it lots of ways, though. Really,
2: yeah. But yeah,
3: corners in the flats, the like two high safeties, and then you got that Mike deep Tampa dropper.
2: Right, right here, right. Here. Yeah. yeah,
3: and you got your two, and then you got your two hook player, hook curls right there. Nice. Okay,
2: exactly. So that that's the defense Arizona State's gonna play. Mm-hmm.
1: They're
2: yeah, and they can do all, all these defenses. They can disguise it and do all kinds of this off that. But that's yeah. that base. Tampa two, yeah. uh Marvin Lutherus, Herman Edwards, Tony Dungy, um, Pittsburgh, right?
0: Yes, sir. Just stop. Yep, exactly. Stop right. that
3: middle. Stop that middle field open. It keeps that middle field closed off, and you, you can yeah, still right. rush. And you can still rush for. Right, right. Because you're still rushing four. Yep, and you can keep the whole middle field open. You got three deep cloud cover, basically. Right. The, the the spot that's kind of vacated is that middle spot though that's why we have a play called tampa where you kind of run like that tight end i love sit.
2: it you have to fit right there yeah right the tampa wants to go against the tampa too i love it there sure. exactly. right, so thank Very you so simple. much man learned so much it's gonna help yeah, yeah. us in a lot of different ways
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh we're gonna be rooting for you we're gonna support you as much as possible and how, how do you feel now now you're going to P uh, prps player run practices and then into fall camp. How are you feeling right now?
3: And
0: man. what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, well, man. Well, I'm i I'm excited. I fired up. Yeah, nah. I'm fired up too, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great year, man. All the boys have been working hard nice
0: getting
3: it in throughout the summer. Strength coaches, everybody's been putting their time in, man, putting their time in with us. So I think uh you know, I think we're, you know, we're ready for a break, another breakout year. I think this year, you know, we, we have potential to, to shake a lot of heads and to make them you know make them make them shake, make them all shake.
2: Yes, yes. And uh, Chance comes from a great family. Chad's been on the podcast. And we all share the same philosophy. We all live it and love it. When you give one, you get 10 back. It's better to give than to get. Not religion or philanthropy. It's just business. Mm -hmm. So we call it Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to their Pac-12 Review. Yeah,
3: thank you, Josh. Yeah,
2: let's stop these in and uh, just a final
0: word real quick because I know you got to go You're busy. Yeah, it's all good, man. Appreciate you. It's fun,
3: man. It gets me, gets me ready to go because I'm about to go back home and get into the film room. I'll have a lot more for you, shoot, uh, coming up, man. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm we're gonna. Well, basically, when we go back, we go. We basically go like one of us will get. Uh, Whatever our first opponent is, you know, I'll get I'll get Boise, and then somebody else will go start on Montana. Another dude will start on. Yeah, and then we basically get all our notes, and then we kind of go watch them together, and then we just kind of see what we find. Nice, yeah. love it. We work together. Our quarterback room is really really helpful out there. Everybody, you know, it's kind of like uh, I think Tristan Jevia too. He's a great guy, man. Really wants to help out Ben too. Everyone's just working to get better. Nice,
2: nice. Well, thank you so much. And then um, I get back with the guy. Good thing came on uh, the guy from Bentley. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hit you back on the email.
2: Okay. I, yeah. All right, very oh, good. For sure. Put that proposal together, and and like it is, it's like you hit twenty five out there, and then boom, want to come back. You only mm-hmm. need to get lucky one time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. So thank you so much, man. Anything. <laughs> Got my number, dude. Anything you need from me?
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah I've been meaning to grab
2: that, man. Yeah, I'll hit you up whenever, man.
0: Yep, for sure. Right. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Josh. Onward to victory. Yes, sir. Be in touch. All right. Yep. Be careful. Eyes on me. We can do this ourselves. We football. You know it, I know it. But should didn't quit.
1: You didn't quit. We're coming in close i That ticks off on you, so I so, you guys, and you fought, and you fought, and you fought. That's why this fight costs eight hundred dollars, and that goes to us. And I don't know what that to cost, but this shit's the worst. That's why I work for the dudes, and they're all and I get a lot of things done down here a mile long.